0: Hello everyone, welcome to another edition of Daily in the Word. I am Rich Chassie, your host and teacher, and we're glad that you're with us today for Genesis chapter 5. And let me tell you right off the bat here, as we read through chapter 5, there are a lot of names here. A number of them are somewhat hard to pronounce. So I am just going to barrel my way through here, and I'm sure I will mispronounce some of these names. But I'm going to tell you ahead of time, I'm going to act like I know how to pronounce them. (laughs) But just know that for some of these, I'm just guessing and hoping that you'll be able to follow along as we make our way through this. There's a lot of names here. There's a lot of death here as well. And that's a part of the consequence of the fall. But let's go ahead and get into it. This is Genesis chapter 5, beginning in verse 1. This is the written account of Adam's family line. When God created mankind, he made them in the likeness of God. He created them male and female and blessed them, and he named them mankind when they were created. When Adam had lived a 130 years, he had a son in his own likeness and his own image, and he named him Seth. After Seth was born, Adam lived 800 years and had other sons and daughters. Altogether, Adam lived a total of 930 years, and then he died. When Seth had lived 105 years, he became the father of Enosh. After he became the father of Enosh, Seth lived 807 years and had other sons and daughters. Altogether, Seth lived a total of 912 years, and then he died. When Enosh had lived 90 years, he became the father of Kenan. After he became the father of Kenan, Enosh lived 815 years and had other sons and daughters. Altogether, Enos lived a total of 905 years, and then he died. When Kenan had lived 70 years, he became the father of Mahalalel. After he became the father of Mahalalel, Kenan lived 840 years and had other sons and daughters. Altogether, Kenan lived a total of 910 years, and then he died. When Mahalalel had lived 65 years, he became the father of Jared. After he became the father of Jared, Mahalalel lived 830 years and had other sons and daughters. Altogether, Mahalalel lived a total of 895 years, and then he died. When Jared had lived 162 years, he became the father of Enoch. After he became the father of Enoch, Jared lived 800 years and had other sons and daughters. Altogether, Jared lived a total of 962 years, and then he died. When Enoch had lived 65 years, he became the father of Methuselah. After he became the father of Methuselah, Enoch walked faithfully with God 300 years and had other sons and daughters. Altogether, Enoch lived a total of 365 years. Enoch walked faithfully with God. Then he was no more because God took him away. When Methuselah had lived 187 years, he became the father of Lamech. After he became the father of Lamech, Methuselah lived 782 years and had other sons and daughters. Altogether, Methuselah lived a total of 969 years, and then he died. When Lamech had lived 182 years, he had a son. He named him Noah and said, He will comfort us in the labor." and painful toil of our hands caused by the ground the Lord has cursed. After Noah was born, Lamech lived 595 years, and he had other sons and daughters. Altogether, Lamech lived a total of 777 years, and then he died. After Noah was 500 years old, he became the father of Shem, Ham, and Japheth. Well, there aren't many highlights in this chapter, that's for sure. There's a couple that we will hit as we make our way through. Mostly, this is just one big gong after gong after gong of notification of the consequence of sin, that death, we see that. Yes, civilization is making progress, but death is coming. Death is a part of your existence now, death that didn't have to be there and yet here it is because of original sin. Mankind is certainly suffering the consequence of all of this sin. Over and over again they sin. Now we see that the length of years for these people is quite long, over 900 years for many of them. The significance is the pre-flood environment of the earth and How close they were to original creation allowed them to live for this long period of time. And yet, even as they get further and further away from the fall, they start to live a little bit shorter, a little bit shorter, a little bit shorter lives. And then certainly once the flood comes along and the atmosphere of the earth changes, the length of their lives also begins to decline at a much more rapid rate than we see here in chapter 5. So Adam is created. Verse 2, he created them male and female and he blessed them. And then Adam's next in line, Seth, of course, because Cain and Abel, Abel had been killed. Cain had been sent away and so Adam and Eve had started over with Seth. Seth becomes then the next in line for the lineage for this genealogy that we see here. And genealogies are certainly important for ancient history to help us to identify with and follow along with all of that history that we see happening throughout the book of Genesis. Seth gives birth to, actually, Seth fathers his son Enish, Enish then gives birth to Kenan and so forth and so on. All these names that happen here until we come down to verse 18 with Enoch. Now, this is a different Enoch that we see in chapter 4. This is Enoch, the son of Jared, not Enoch, the descendant of Cain. Chapter 4, we see a genealogy there, a shorter one, that follows Cain's line And here we see Enoch coming from the line of Jared, Jared his father. And Enoch, it says, verse 22, walked faithfully with God. Verse 24, and then he was no more because God took him away. There's a sense here that Enoch was raptured, was taken out of the way. He did not experience death because he walked faithfully with God. That was certainly the requirement for the people of the Old Testament, certainly a requirement for the people of the New Testament, for you and I as well. Enoch did that, walked faithfully with God, and that stood out from among his peers, from among his family members. And so God took him. He fellowshiped with God. He enjoyed that fellowship with God. And God took him out. We don't have any other explanation other than Enoch walked faithfully with God, and so God took him. And then after Enoch came Methuselah, and Methuselah is the answer to a popular trivia question about Old Testament saints. Methuselah, who was the person who lived the longest number of years? And, of course, the answer to that is Methuselah at 969 years Jared was close, 962, but Methuselah takes the crown, 969 years. And then there's another son from Methuselah whose name is Lamech. Again, this is a different Lamech from Genesis chapter 4. Lamech in Genesis 4 is the son of Cain. This now is a descendant of Adam. Lamech gives birth to Noah. Of course, that's a name that we'll know. And from here, the storyline will follow with Noah for a while. And Noah, when he was born, Lamech said of him, he will comfort us in the labor and painful toil of our hands caused by the ground the Lord has cursed. So Noah was born. Lamech had prayed that Noah would be a blessing that he would provide a blessing for the family and for the earth. And Noah would do that, but perhaps in a different way, in a way that Lamech certainly wouldn't have known about as he had hoped and prayed about his son Noah. And then we have Noah's three sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth, and those three sons will also become a part of the story as well. That also mirrors what happens in Genesis chapter 4 that ends with the birth of three sons. Those three sons are Ada, Zillah, and Tubal-Cain, if you remember from last time. That brings us to the conclusion of Genesis chapter 5, and it's a depressing conclusion because of all of that's going on, but we have a light at the end with Noah But with that light, if you know the story of Noah, you know what's coming. And there is not much hope there for the rest of the world. But for Noah and his family, the hope would continue on. But I'm getting ahead of myself before we get into chapter six, which is next time. Let's pray. Lord, thank you again for our time together. I pray that we would, as we look at a chapter like this, just recognize that drumbeat over and over again, the story of the death, the death, and he died, then he died, and then he died. We hear it over and over again throughout this chapter. Lord, I pray that we would come to terms with the consequence of sin and the consequence of our own sin, and see that it does lead to death. The wages of sin is indeed death, and death ultimately is separation. In our relationships, in our relationship with you, Lord, help us to understand the real consequence of sin in our lives, that we would repent whenever we do commit sin, that we would not fall to temptation, that we would run away from temptation, that we would at all costs protect our relationship and our fellowship with you because we would have the same view of sin that you do, that we wouldn't take it lightly, that we wouldn't take it for granted, that we would cherish our relationship so much as to say, I don't want to go down that road. I don't want to fall into that trap. I want to stay away from sin. So, Lord, thank you for this lesson. I pray that you bless us this day as we go forward, and we ask all of this now in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, thank you again for listening And I pray that you'll be back with us next time as we dig into chapter 6 of the book of Genesis. I hope that you're enjoying this time as we make our way through this study of the origins of mankind and God's creation, and we see the downfall of sin and all of that as we're making our way through this. Such a foundational study, this book of Genesis, and I hope that you're enjoying our time, and I hope that you're actually sharing this podcast with people that you know and love that they too can follow along with us as we're making our way through this study well we'll take off for now but in the meantime i pray that you have a great day and until next time take care